Welcome to Love Thy Lawyer, where we talk to practicing attorneys about their lives in and out of the practice of law. I'm Lewis Goodman, the host of the show, and yes, I'm a lawyer. She has had experience as both a deputy district attorney and an assistant public defender. She has handled thousands of criminal cases and is one of the leading attorneys in the area of DUI defense in the Tri-Valley area of Alameda, Contra Costa, and San Joaquin counties. She is a member of the Alameda County Bar Association, the Eastern Alameda County Bar Association, and has been practicing law for over 30 years. Kim Burgess, welcome to Love Thy Lawyer. Good morning, Lewis. Thank you so much for inviting me here today. Well, th- thanks for being here. You're someone who I like talking to, not just on the podcast, but whenever I would see you in court. Uh, where is your office located now? I'm located in Dublin, which is in Alameda County. And what is your practice? What kind of practice do you have? Well, I have generally a misdemeanor criminal defense practice. And through the past few years, I have developed a uh, traffic ticket defense practice as well, as there seemed to be kind of a, a vacancy in that area. How long have you been practicing law? Since 1984. So uh, <laughs> going on, to, is it 20, 36 years? I've lost track of time and my math is terrible. Maybe it's, it's something like that. Yeah, it's about like 36 that. years, I yeah. think. So, <laughs> Where are you from originally? I grew up initially in San Francisco, and then due to my mother remarrying, moved to Stockton for high school. Well, let's delve into that a little bit. Where did you go to high school? I went to Lincoln High School in Stockton, California. And what was that experience like for you? It was shocking. Been in San Francisco until this was 1972. At that time, I had been going to an all-girls private school. My friends were down the block. I had a, my social life, my religious life, and everything I knew, family and ex- included, were all in San Francisco. And when my mother remarried, she remarried an attorney um, who had a practice in Stockton, so we moved up there. And it was, it was a culture shock. It was, it was just... I wasn't ready for, and of course, at that stage in your life, when you're just entering high school, which I was, you know, there's so many emotional things and developmental things going on. So it was very difficult. And where'd you go from there? From there, I went to Cal, where I spent four wonderful years having a lot of fun in Berkeley, lived in a sorority, had lots of friends, had a lot of good times. When did you decide to go to law school? After I graduated from Cal, I actually went into Bank of America's management training program. And after about a year in that program, I was realized I wasn't interested in banking. And since I have a lot of family in law, I decided to go to law school. So that was when I decided to go. How long did you work at the bank? Oh, I think it was a little bit over a year. I Do you think that taking a little time between college and law school and getting some work in the corporate and business environment was helpful once you got to law school? I think that it helped me mature. I started uh, college at 17. Where did you go to law school? I went to Hastings in San Francisco. Oh, I went to Hastings too. How did you like Hastings? I really liked it. It, I was ready to focus at that point in my life. And so I was, you know, really into organizing and 
you know, getting down to my studies. I, I you know, I, I think I must have known when I went into law school that I was going to be a criminal attorney, whether defense or prosecution, because that was my, you know, almost my focus from the beginning in terms of moot court and the elective classes I took and uh, the internships that I volunteered for. What did your friends and family think when you told them, hey, I'm going to go to law school and I want to be a criminal lawyer? Well, I think my, my father actually told me that he thought that I should be a court reporter. I don't know why he said that, because I have a terrible speller, and I'm sure that would have been a disaster. But I, I think all of my, nobody was really surprised. My stepfather was a lawyer in San Joaquin County in Stockton, did a lot of corporate and tax work. My father, at the time I entered law school, was on the San Francisco Municipal Court bench. My grandfather, who died at the time I was applying to law school, had been a federal district court judge. I had cousins and people all over the, you know, throughout my, my life have been lawyers. So nobody was surprised. What was your first legal job? Well, if we count volunteer work, while I was at Cal, I volunteered at Berkeley Legal Aid down on 4th Street. But my, my first paid job was with the Sacramento Public Defender's Office. And then my first post-law school job was with the um, Sacramento District Attorney's Office. Well, let's start with the Berkeley job. What was what was that like? That was really it was really interesting. I was helping a lot of well, they were all indigent um, clients with getting Social Security benefits, getting their AFDC. I would attend as their representative at administrative hearings. It was it was a really eye opening and good experience for me at that stage of my life. Then you uh, went to the, the, the first job was with the public defender? Yes, I had an internship up in Sacramento with the public defender's office. The What's your dog's name? <laughs> that, his name is Huckleberry, and he is at the back door, and I'm going to walk over and let him out because he he's found something he wants to go bark at. All right. <laughs> okay, so, so after Berkeley Legal Aid, you went to the Sacramento Public Defender's Office, is that correct? Uh, Sacramento Public Defender's Office was actually probably, by that point, it was probably three years later before I oh, had, okay. because I, as I said, legal aid was, was while I was in, at Cal as an undergraduate, and I did that for several, volunteered there several years. And then after I graduated, as I said, I went to Bank of America, and then I went to law school. While in law school, I had some other internships federal public defender, San Francisco district attorney's office. And then I had the first paid job was with the Sacramento public defender's office, one of those summer internship programs. What did you do there? Misdemeanor defense. How long were you at the public defender's office? Uh, That was just a summer internship. So that would have been two and a half months. And then I returned to Cal, excuse me, I returned to Hastings for my last year. And after Hastings, where did you go? Sacramento district attorney. What did you think about the difference in terms of being a prosecutor versus working in a public defender's office? You know, that's a really good question. But at the time, my real the real differences that I noticed were not so much between the public defender and the district attorney's office, but between San Francisco's district attorney's office, where I had been volunteering for quite some time while I was at Hastings, versus 
Beatitudes in Sacramento. Sacramento seems so much more conservative to me. How long did you stay in the DA's office? Mm, I think it was a little bit more than a year. And then I actually left for civil defense. And I went to work. Where did you go? I went to work yeah. with Farmers Insurance's house counsel. What was that like? It was amazing in a lot of ways. I, I got some good trial experience. I got to have a good understanding of personal injury cases, a lot of evidence that I don't think I had really experienced in introducing in court in civil, in criminal cases, because at least my experience still to this day, criminal teams tends to be a lot less formal. Civil cases, it was much more formal. Did you actually go to trial? Yes. Well, no, it's, it, you know, it's hard to get civil trial experience. Not that many people have really spent much time in trial as a civil attorney. Yeah. Especially young lawyers. Yeah. You know. well, I was with farmers for, for about five years. At that point, I had two young children, and we decide, my husband decided that his parents were getting old and shouldn't be watching the boys all the time. So we, he, he applied with Caltrans and was relocated to the Bay Area. So that's when we moved from, we were up in Elk Grove at that time, and then we moved down to Dublin. And I, at that point, start, started my own practice. Did you take any time off in order to uh, be a mother, or did you just work that into your uh, law practice schedule? Or I worked it into my law practice schedule. My my children were the, when they were young, saw the inside of as many courtrooms as I probably did those years. I would sit them in the back row of the courtroom and hand them a you know whether it was a coloring book or a. Game Boy or whatever, you know, the Tamagotchi that they had at the time. And they would sit there and I occasionally would have other people watch them. But, you know, most of the stuff that I was doing when I first moved down to the Bay Area was appearance work. Speaking of your girls, you have two girls, is that right? I have right? two and sons you have a and a daughter. Son. Two sons oh, and a daughter. Oh, two sons and a daughter. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I remember the first time that I ever met you was in the Fremont court. And somehow or other, you were telling me about your work with uh, Girl Scouts. Right. I spent, uh, my daughter, my husband, both of my boys were in Boy Scouts and my daughter was in Girl Scouts. And where my son would be the den leader with Boy Scouts, I became the Girl Scout troop leader. So I was very active, I guess, until my daughter even graduated from high school, not only as the troop leader, but... I would run a session of Girl Scout day camp, which was held at Twin Canyons in Lafayette. And then I also volunteered. It was a, a family a volunteer staff residential camp up at Lake Kirkwood that we did for, I think it was maybe half a dozen years. So I was very, through my daughter's high through all her education, I was very active in Girl Scouts with her. In practicing law, is there anything that you really like about practicing law? You know, I have to say I like the variety of people that I meet, as I'm sure you feel this way. There have been plenty of clients that I wouldn't mind sitting down, having a cup of coffee with, meeting occasionally for a walk or to get together for lunch. I really like 
talking to people and getting to know their stories. And, and it's always made me feel good to help people, even for the, the smallest of cases, because particularly in the small cases, it means so much to them to have somebody listen to their stories and to, to be there for them. Um, and yeah, there is sort of an un- unending stream of stories that is, is is interesting in terms of practicing law. Yeah, my dad practiced law for a long time, and he always used to say, "There's always something new. There's always something different." So true. He was so right. If someone were just graduating from college and was thinking about law as a career, would you recommend that or not recommend it? And I wouldn't why? discourage it. I would certainly recommend that they have a little bit of life experience and they could have accomplished that while they were in college or before college. But I would recommend it before going into law school because I think it's so demanding and it consumes so much of your life and and particularly the competition as I understand it now is so great that if you've made that decision and then you realize it's not for you, it can be, you know, a very sad thing. But I also think the more experiences a person has before going into law school makes them a better student. And I think that it's important to kind of know what you're looking at before you get into it so you can help focus yourself. Has actually practicing law met or differed from your expectations of it? No. I, I think that I don't really think I had any expectations when I started, I just knew what I liked doing and it just came into, it just fell into place for me. And I, I guess I'm lucky to say it's worked out. How about the business of practicing law? You know, you go to law school and no one ever really talks to you about being a business person. And yet being a business person, if you're in your own practice, is a, a big part of it. It really is. And, you know, I learned early on with this practice that I was not a good business person. And so I was fortunate when I first opened my office to have a a good friend who was willing to take accounting classes. I met uh, a young attorney who actually did wills and estates. And he's the one that kind of gave me the advice just in a, a casual lunch conversation that led me to the way I market my practice, which is, is very low key. I don't spend I don't spend a lot on it, but I think the, the you know rewards that I get from my expenditure are, are worth it. I don't pay per click. You know, I have a couple of web pages, and that's pretty much it. So, what do you do to market yourself? I have two web pages. You know, obviously, I have a presence on Yelp. I think we all do. A lot of my cases now come from word of mouth. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's the that's the best kind of advertising you can get is from word of mouth from people who've used your services and have been happy with it. You mentioned that there's a wills and trusts attorney who kind of helped you with some of the accounting things and bookkeeping things. What, what, any other mentors that you've, you've had any attorneys who you've had a, that kind of relationship with? My first mentor was with the San Francisco district attorney's office and she really influenced me through law school and through my first couple of jobs. What else do you like to do? How about some recreational pursuits? Well, my husband and I are birders, so uh, we have done a lot of traveling to find birds. 
Where have you gone? Um, we've gone to Costa Rica, Australia, let's see, the Netherlands, New Zealand. We were going to go to the Canary Islands, notwithstanding that COVID just messed us up, or that's where we'd actually be right now. I think it's gotten in the way of a lot of people's plans. Hasn't <laughs> it? I like to work, I do glass fusing as well. So I have a kiln in my garage and When I'm not, uh, particularly now when I'm not otherwise occupied, I'm out in my garage playing with glass, you know, making different pieces of art or jewelry or, or, you know, bowls and things of that nature. Um, Well, if you could be a lawyer, what would you, what would you choose to do? I used to tell everybody I'd go to work at Seize Candy. That would be my dream. That was my dream job to be one of those ladies behind the counter in the little white uniforms. What kind of things keep you up at night? Oh, there's too many to list. If I'm in the middle of a case, a case can keep me up at night. I do worry about, you know, the state of our our world and sit there trying to come up with solutions, which, you know, I know I'm never going to come up with. And also I have this dog who keeps barking that does manage to keep me up at night because he insists on sleeping on the bed. Well, if you had a magic wand, you could change one thing in the world, the legal world or otherwise, what, what, what would you think that would be? Well, I think right now it would be to totally eradicate this uh, coronavirus. It's just messed up so many people and so many lives. So, Kim, if you came into some real money, three, four billion dollars, what, if anything, in your life would you change? I might change a few things in my life. Generally, I'm pretty happy with what I have and where I am right now. So I think I'd use the real money to hopefully make a difference in the community. That's what I would, I think, I think I'd, I'd use more of it to fund education for children that don't have opportunities that I had and that hopefully I've given my kids so that maybe we get a better world in the long run from it. Kim Burgess, thank you so much for joining me on Love Thy Lawyer today. It's been a very interesting conversation. I've known you for a long time, but I'm glad to have found out a few new things, too. So thanks so much for being here. You're welcome, Lou. Thank you so much for having me. I wish I could say I'd see you in court, but I don't know when that's going to happen. That's it for today's episode of Love Thy Lawyer. Many thanks to my guests who have contributed their time and wisdom and make this show possible. Thanks, as always, to Joel Katz for music, Brian Matheson for technical support, and Tracy Harvey. I'm Lewis Goodman. So I, uh, you know, I think, I think we've covered, you've covered things it pretty all. well. I hope I've given you enough material. Oh, yeah, there's plenty <laughs> for, of material. For a we'll, decent we'll, podcast. We'll, we'll work it up. <laughs>